Why does stratified design work? In this episode, we will explore the idea that some problems are easier to solve in the general case, which is pretty weird when you think about it. My name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. Stratified design is a way to structure your code so that more specific code is built on top of more general code. So just as an example, uh, we all do it. Our programming language has a bunch of general constructs. It has functions, for loops, variables. They're not specific to any particular domain. But then we write our software in terms of those things. And it's obviously going to be more specific, unless we're writing a more general <laughs> language on top. But usually we're like writing an accounting system or something right on top of all these for loops and stuff. Right? So it's much more specific about what it's doing. Specific code on top of less specific code. And that's just two layers. You could break it up into smaller and smaller layers, but you always have this property that the more specific stuff has to be built on top of the less specific stuff. So I was reading this book called Elixir in Action, trying to learn Elixir, trying to broaden my mind, find some new, new stuff to wrap my head around. And in one of the earlier chapters, they build a to-do list. And to do that, you build a multi-map, which is just a hash map that can have multiple elements at a key. So it's like a list. So there's a key, and instead of a value, there's a list of values, right? So it's not hard to write this little extension to a map, right? So you just have a multi-map add or multi-map put that puts a new key and value and it checks is there a list there already if there is then add this to the list and store that as the value in the map if it's if it doesn't exist then do a singleton map where the value should go and you know you could you could see how to write this pretty simply and then on top of that they build the to-do list and so the to-do list the key was it was using a multi-map, so the key was the day, the date, the day that the to-do item was due or you know something like that. So then you would put in a date and you would get out a list of to-dos. Okay, this is a great example of stratified design and I was very happy to see that this was in the book. It kind of, I don't know if this is true because I'm not really into the Elixir community that much, but it's a good sign that they understand this idea of, of building the layers. You know, you could imagine writing the to-do list directly without writing this intermediate layer of the multi-map. You just try to write the to-do list itself in terms of a map. And it's doable. It's not that hard to do, but it's going to be harder than writing the multi-map separate. But why? Why is it harder to write it in one step than to write it in two steps? This is a weird thing to me, and 
I, I don't think I'm the first to identify this, that there are a lot of problems that are easier to solve in the general case. So the general case is, hey, we are storing a, a list of values per key. Let's just do that, right? Instead of making a new type that stores a date and a list of to-do elements, we're gonna make this more general thing that stores any key and any list of values. It seems weird that this happens. And um, I, I, I just wanna explore this a little bit because I think it's at the key to why stratified design works at all. Because in the stratified design, when you're making the layers, it actually is easier to do it with layers than to try to write it uh, from the from the ground up with just like the basics that your language gives you. So there's a in the structure and interpretation of computer programs book, there is a system that it's not really completely developed, but it's kind of developed enough that you get the idea of how it works, and it it's. Uh, how to draw pictures in a certain way and how to compose them up and you can see uh, that it's a pretty powerful system it lets you draw MC Escher-esque pictures where you start with one picture and you you know now you duplicate it over here but like one quarter the size and then you see so you can make kind of like a fractal pattern and you repeat that over and over and it it makes like cool patterns, right? And uh, if if the image you start with is is cool enough, you know, it, it makes a cool M.C. Escher style repeating tiling pattern. Now, if I were to try to write that myself using the primitives that I have, like draw an image, uh, loop, add certain width to the image so then draw another image over here. I don't know if I would ever solve that problem. I don't know if I could generate cool MC Escher style art. I could draw something, right? I can get something working, but it would not be where I, I felt like, oh, I can I have all this liberty and expressivity to make all this whole style of art. But in the book they do it. And how do they do it? It's by building layers. So the first layer is just how do you draw an image? And then how do you compose two images up? Comes out of, uh, up from that, right? So the next layer up is uh, I can uh, draw two pictures next to each other, or I can flip the Im one image, or I could scale an image, right? But when I put two images next to each other, that gives me an image. So I can, I can put two images next to each other, scale it down, uh, flip it, meaning make a copy that is now flipped above it, and flip it and flip it. And so you're, you're, you're building um, this ex these small operations that are each easy to write, okay, that's important, the general operations are often much easier to write. And now, by the time you build up layer after layer of things you can do, at the top, you see how to build all these, this whole style 
of art. It's not just one picture. It's a whole style that's now available to you through these operations. Like I said, I don't think I could start from the beginning and try to implement the top layer directly. I couldn't do that out of the primitives of the language. But by building up stuff that you do know how to do, one layer at a time, where each layer is built out of the previous layer, I can get to a height that I couldn't get to before. That'd be really hard, let's say. And it has something to do with the that when you when you go general, you're actually going more abstract, which means you're ignoring more stuff, which means it's easier to fit in your head. I don't have to worry about what the pixels look like. I don't have to worry about uh, how this is going to be used, what it's going to look like when I draw it. I'm just making a simple operation. It's pretty dumb. It just flips an image. That's all I'm doing. And that flipping operation, I understand how to do it. I just reverse, I just like zero minus the X coordinate, right? And that flips it. Or flip it vertically is zero minus the Y coordinate. And, and I understand how to do that. And um, putting two things side by side, also easy. Just translate it by the width of, translate the second one by the width of the first one or translated by the height of the first one. That's it, it's very simple, very easy, I understand. It's just addition, I just add the height of image A to the Y coordinate of image B. Done, easy, I can do that. And because I have a simple brain, like all humans, we have a limited capacity, uh, we can't think of how to make the whole thing from the top. But by building up these things that we do know how to build at the top, we, we can get to the top, you know, like a step, step ladder. You know, I'll just build one little more piece of my, of my staircase, and then boom, at the top, you can look down and see the whole thing. Okay, I just wanted to explore this idea. I think it's one of the reasons why stratified design uh, works so well. It's basically because we have limited mental capacity uh, as, as you know, limited, limited beings, we need to have some way of ignoring stuff so that we can focus on a small piece of it at a time. And when you go deeper in the layers, you're actually ignoring more. Remember the stuff at the bottom is more general stuff at the top is more specific. So at the top, you've got a whole accounting system, but at the bottom you got four loops. Then on that, on top of that, you have like account records, right? You're not even doing anything with them yet. So uh, this idea of being able to move down and ignore more and more stuff, it makes it easier to program at that level. Okay. I don't think I need a recap in this one. It's just been a kind of a free form exploration Maybe I will recap. I started with this, this idea of stratified design. It comes from structure and interpretation of computer programs. That name does. And it's just a way of putting, layering your code so that the bottom, at the bottom you have the more general code, like your language constructs. And then at the top you have the more specific. 
You can have multiple layers building up to that most specific part. And I was reading Elixir in Action, we, and they built a multi-map. So the language gave them maps, hash maps. They built a multi-map, and then on top of the multi-map, they built a to-do list. Very cool. I wanted to know why not do that in one step? What is the use of building this multi-map first? I know that the multi-map is conceivably reusable, but I also think that it's easier to build this general purpose multi-map than it is to build the single purpose one. It's easier because we don't have to think about to-dos and dates and you know that kind of thing. We're just thinking, I just need to store values in a list, right? Some problems are just easier to solve at that general layer. We can ignore more things. It fits in our brain more easily. So if you've enjoyed this episode, you should go to lispcast.com slash podcast. There you'll find all the old episodes, including audio, video, and text transcripts. You'll also find links to subscribe and to find me on social media. So get in touch if you have questions, comments. Love to hear from you. I always love to answer questions about my ideas. Um, I'm very open. Um, I, I hope that it comes across that uh, I don't know all of this stuff. This is just an exploration. If you have a better explanation than I do about why this works, why general problems are easier to solve, let me know. I really want to get into this and understand it. All right, this has been my thought on functional programming. My name is Eric Normand. Thank you for listening, and rock on.